0: or what or how i mean these are questions that just have to be answered who what where when how most stories have to have a little bit of all of that it kind of makes it exciting and more interesting for the listener
1: the listener well, i'm hoping there's more than one tonight there may be more than one tonight i don't know we're gonna if see there's, if there's two there's more than one so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're gonna make sure we're on instagram tonight now we've got hey instagram some warnings high. we've got oh, some warnings, warnings. Oh, yes, we said frank-
0: bad, we said bad things last time
1: no, Streamyard just said that there is a problem, oh. be- something going on between the two. I don't know if they're infighting. Maybe there is a divorce involved. I'm not sure. Are, are Let's see if problem? Instagram has us. Oh, okay. So look, I think we might, I think we might be okay. Hey, everybody. Yeah, we're we're we may be live. I I think I see us live.
0: Or we're not. Whatever.
1: Yeah. At this point, hey, it, you guys can point, hear us out there. Say hi.
0: Hi. Look, everyone's saying hi. We're definitely everything's good.
1: We've got a we've We're got good. a couple people. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. All right, so I don't okay. know. What are, what, should we, we are get right. into the show? I mean, why not? Three, two, one. It's getting very. It's getting. I'm looking right now on Instagram and it is acting wacky. So I'm closing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close bye
0: that. Bye bye. dirty Dave! YouTube. Thank you
1: so much, dirty Dave. Good, my brother, right there. Sarah, Hello. what's going
0: on? Hey, Sarah. How you
1: doing? How you feeling? Richard, Richard. Calderon. Good to see you. Richard yeah, Calderon's yeah. got the uh, he's got the Miami Vice. Um uh, sure evil, got the, the evil Miami Vice name right there. That was the one. Uh, mm. wasn't Calderon one of the, the uh pro antagonists the bad in the uh-huh. sure why not? Dirty Dave says we are on, on Instagram, so that is all me. right. Hi, Instagram, we're
0: back. I love this. We're there, we're not, we're there. Facebook, Instagram.
1: Yeah, you know what? We're going to save that information uh, yes. for another show. Tonight We're going to, tonight is the casually serious podcast. We try not to, uh, considering who I am a fan of and who my brother Ken over there is a fan of. Historically, for a long time, we haven't had a lot to brag about with our particular teams. So we're going to save that for another day. But uh, today is a different day. And uh, I don't know, we're going to have a conversation about something. Let's just get the show started. What do you feel about that?
0: Do it. Dig that. Did I hear a helicopter in the background? What's we're kind
1: of black. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You hear hey, a you helicopter? Huh? I'm hearing you want to hear helicopters?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, I didn't hear any of that in the background, but I don't know. Anyway. I, I Could be
0: hearing things. I got stuff in there. How, my you, do, how you
1: doing how you doing tonight, Ken Man?
0: You know, it's uh it's it's Thursday. So <laughs> you know, we're here, we're talking to all of our friends, and I mean, uh, life's great. Can't you tell? I mean the exuberance that I'm exuding. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you are you've got you're definitely flowery right now for some reason. I'm just getting this uh this optimism just oozing from you.
0: The, f- the smiles show. like so
1: forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new music sounds good. Good to hear. Thank ah, you so thank much for you. that. Russell Holback, good to see what's up what is up. Good to see you. So, we're chilling here for episode 2, TCSP 24. That is The Casually Serious Podcast 2024. It's just a real super catchy name and five uh seasons. five yeah, seasons this is our fifth season doing this this is our fifth season and we haven't and been canceled uh, we have not been canceled I mean we've and been we...
0: canceled probably socially but we haven't been canceled like physically
1: like and listen do kids. me folks if there's anybody here, anybody here who has not subscribed on YouTube, please do, do so we have been at 38 subscribers for a year. Thirty-eight thousand. He's saying he's, <laughs> he says
0: thirty-eight. Is a joke. Everything he says is at uh, thousands.
1: I wish I could say thirty-eight K on that one, but that's not the case. We only have thirty-eight. So if you would just go and just subscribe, maybe you don't need the notifications. Just placate us, because I don't. I just do not understand um, why we are not getting a lot of YouTube, but we have hundreds of followers on Instagram, hundreds of followers on um, face, uh, Facebook. But I don't know. And also, right now we might be losing viewers because of the. Uh, the East West, we've got the uh, the, the the National uh, Sports League um, Pro Bowl going on right now. Isn't that part of what's happening right now at this moment? I'm not interested, so can't be that important. You're right. I think we just said we weren't going to talk about football. Sorry about that. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> Editors, let's get that out and post. I'd appreciate that. Yes. Uh, so anyone who doesn't know the YouTube uh, channel name, uh, it is the Casually Serious Podcast. Uh, I didn't. Um, I wasn't trying to be. Uh, facetious there when i said that that's literally what it's called i'm gonna try and grab the link right now uh ken man what's going on in your life well if you really want to know that i don't think
0: you or anyone else does but i'll tell you anyway <laughs> so um i own a construction company and uh, uh we've been going through some real changes in our construction company we build swimming pools so it's like it's fun you know we we enjoy the work that we do but we got to a point where we just we couldn't grow much bigger. So we brought these consultants in. These people came in like the bobs in office space. We had to do TPS reports. It was ridiculous. All of a sudden, we're doing more work than we were doing before. So I'm exhausted, man. These guys finalized their engagement with us today after two months, three months. I don't know. I have no money left. That's what I know. My business has a lot less money than it did before these consultants were here. So they did <laughs> their job really well. I'm not too sure how it's going to end up for us. So hey that's it that's that was my day actually it's been my last three months but that's not why we're here tonight
1: that is not but growth is is great and it's terrifying at the same time and no matter so what is. everything has got a price and we you know we grew up in the time of knowing that everything already had a price tag but i did not think it was going to be uh, by the time we were old enough to be able to pay for price tags we are being gouged for everything so I don't. I don't know. I have. I have no idea. About
0: if it. more of these people would just subscribe to our page, I could stop doing that stuff and just do this for a living. So come on, let me, folks.
1: Let me ask you this, and so we're gonna get. We're gonna jump right into this, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's tonight's crazy topic, Ken Man. Yeah. Uh, is it is it safe to say you uh, have enjoyed cannabis in your lifetime?
0: Absolutely. I am a big proponent of cannabis, both, medic- both medically and recreationally, so long as enjoyed by responsible adults. Responsible adults who understand the effects of cannabis.
1: Right. Beautiful. That's great. Mm. That's great. Uh, and you know, so, and I, I know you might have gone through this. A lot of us who are seasoned cannabis users, as myself, I'm somebody, uh, uh, you know, I've teach, I teach people how to grow. I grow myself. I have a lot of knowledge about it. But I know at one point so or another. They call you the
0: cannabis cowboy. I mean, seriously. Yes, I, I, I know probably says something
1: that does say something that says something weird, but, uh, and much love to all my cool family. I dig it.
0: I dig it. You should check him out by the way, on that stuff. That's his other job, but it's still good. It's worth it.
1: That's the second, the other second out of third podcast, three (laughs) podcasts. But so let me ask you this. Have you ever had a situation where maybe you felt a little paranoid or uppity or weird from smoking cannabis? Like some, some folks, uh, say the sativas, including myself, the back in the day used to kind of get you paranoid. Has that ever happened to you?
0: Sure, but I mean that that kind of paranoia kind of exists within you, though. I think it's an individual thing. I don't necessarily believe that it's a drug that's necessarily bringing it out. It's more that the person who is taking that taking cannabis has to have a feeling of comfort. And if they feel a little bit um, uneasy or they're concerned because it's either their first time or they're kind of new with it, um, I believe that lends to that feeling a little bit. uh, Especially back when it was not legal. So on top of us. Trying something different, we're also right. with possibly getting busted going to jail having this stuff. So, um, with that in your mind, and especially I think younger folks, but certainly people that uh, have not tried it before, you can get that sense of paranoia. But it's to me, it's very self induced and it always goes away. That's the best part about marijuana, whatever the effect is, or maybe not the best part in some cases. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be the
0: effect will wear yeah. off. And, and ultimately I've had situations where I've had friends of mine that, um, you know, maybe weren't as experienced with it, that, uh, maybe they ate, uh, they ingested marijuana and that wasn't the way they'd done it before. So they didn't really realize how they were dosing things. And yeah, they got to the point where they, they started feeling really weird, uh, to the point where they would call me and say, Oh my God, what's up? I'm going to the hospital. i going, going to the hospital, go to bed. I mean, just, you know, right. Going right, right, the right, hospital. Right. they're going to lie you in a room and wait till it wears off. So there's nothing they're going to do for you. but those effects can get to I think very minor levels. I don't think they're ever no one's going to say, "Hey man, I'm I'm stoned and I'm going to I'm going to go, you know, stab somebody 150 times." That just that generally doesn't happen.
1: What is the highest percentage of THC you think you've had at one time? Like, you know, because everyone's got the numbers on the on the on the medical uh, bottles and stuff like that. So, what's right. the highest percentage you think you've had in your life?
0: Well, I mean, for me, it was when I was testing uh, concentrates a little bit. I've always, I'm a flower guy in particular. I prefer just the flower itself. So, well, well, generally... it, flower,
1: flower, particularly. Right. So, that's
0: within, it. all right. So, then within the flower, probably in the mid 30s, 30%, mid-30s. 30, 30, okay. 35%, probably some of the highest I've had.
1: That's, that's, uh, smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, that's, that's how that goes. So, that's good to know because that this is the next question I'm going to ask. And it's very important that you answer, uh, honestly. Uh, If at any point in the time of you enjoying cannabis, whether you were enjoying a high THC cannabis or whether you might be feeling a little paranoid, have you ever felt the need to stab your loved one 108 times? Have you ever felt that need 108 times? Uh, And it can't be any more or less. I need to know if it was 108 times or not.
0: I mean, I had that exact number in my head once before, but there were mm, so many other reasons why I wanted to stab her 108 times. Um, oh, wait a minute. I did
1: stab her 108 times. Oh, it's a different This tool. girl. All right. I don't know if we can get... I don't, I'm trying to... Uh, I think her name was Bryn Spechter or something like that. Okay. In Ventura County, she stabbed her Allie. boyfriend in 2018. She stabbed her boyfriend 108 times. Then went on to stab herself a bunch of times as well, trying to commit suicide, uh, not doing a very, you know, you know, I, you know, I don't want to get too deep into this because we're talking about suicide and I don't want to make light of this. However, the most horrific thing I think in this story is the fact that she decided not only to kill her boyfriend and stab herself, she also stabbed her dog one time. Uh. Um, and uh, that, uh, you know, if I wasn't already getting dog a little survived. crazy. Yeah, if I if the dog the the dog to sur- survive, that's it's great important. to know. If it's I important. wasn't already pissed off at this point because of the 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 uh the defense for her was that she smoked a cannabis that was 30% uh THC or higher and it caused her to go to a go through a psychotic episode. Um and uh I this one's a tough one, man. I don't know really. <sighs> that dog part really pissed me off. Um, so anyway, this happened in 2018, and um, she's been going through court. She just recently got sentenced. But let me let me let me ask you, Ken, man what what is your what is your initial knee jerk reaction of what I just told you?
0: Well, more than anything else is that i it's hard to believe that you're going to go into any type of a psychotic, a psychotic state that would produce that type of violence unless you've already had the propensity to have that sort of violence. Like you are this type of person. You're not going to be made this type of person, all right? And marijuana isn't going to turn you to that. It's similar to somebody drinks too much and they like to say, oh, well, I become a different person when I drink. Well, do you become a different person to the point where you're going to stab somebody 108 times? Because if you did that while drunk, you would go to jail. If you were high on heroin and you stabbed somebody 108 times, you're going to go to jail. If you were under any kind of drug or alcohol and you were operating a vehicle and you killed somebody, you're going to go to jail. And you're going to be going to jail for murder. So how is it that somebody is going to kill somebody and then say, well, the marijuana made me do it? And get away with it. Because you mentioned she was sentenced. Do you know what she was sentenced to? Two years of probation and a thousand community hours to talk about the effects, the negative effects of cannabis. That was her punishment
1: for killing another human being. Can you imagine being the mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, uncle, whatever of that young man and having to sit there in that that courtroom and just take that? You know, and, and, and the, you know, the shitty thing is, is, uh, you know what I, I was kind of worried about like the way, you know, the stick, maybe some cannabis stigma coming back, uh, right. that was starting to piss me off again. And I'm not, I wasn't saying that I wasn't thinking about the young man that died or the dog that was stabbed or the girl who stabbed herself either. I'm not saying that I'm just saying that I, I was thinking to myself, well, here comes this wave. That was I felt like there was going to, this was going to start a wave of anti-cannabis sentiment, but the unfortunate thing is that cannabis was used as the defense in this and actually helped her get out of a sentence that, put, that would have put her in prison. And I am freaking mind blown that she did not get one day in jail at all from this, other than maybe possibly being brought in for whatever she has to do and then coming bailing out or whatever. Um, I am right. fucking dumbfounded right now over this
0: and supposedly uh the story goes that the marijuana belonged to the gentleman who was ultimately killed um the girl who did who who stabbed him supposedly was uh a, a novice user she didn't she hasn't tried marijuana very many times i think they even named the t- it was sixth time or seventh time she's ever tried to use marijuana um so everything kept going back to that the gentleman who was killed was the one who created the situation by providing her with marijuana over 30% and that was a big part of it because the potency part of it was a big deal what if that marijuana was 15% are we all of a sudden going to say oh well there's just no way that would have happened but because it was 30% eh, now we think that maybe this really could have happened that way that I don't get this I don't understand the defense unbelievable what they did and the web they weaved and the judge in that case to me was just bamboozled by this and it was an older gentleman who probably still was in the old days of, oh, this marijuana's terrible, reefer madness. Absolutely, I could see this kind of stuff happening and allowed this this verdict, or, or I'm sorry, for this judgment to go through and the sentencing to be so ridiculously light. To me, my biggest concern is the precedent that this is going to set moving forward. So now folks are going to realize, well, I'm going to go kill somebody. You know what? Hold on. Let me, let me toke some 30% marijuana first or more, because that's a great way to get off. Now I can murder somebody and I could just blame it on the marijuana. And We've got a case that shows that, that that's okay. That's allowed. A judge already yeah, said that's... that. Yeah. This is how we do things. So I'm more concerned with that precedent that is being set <laughs> moving forward than anything yeah. else.
1: So this, this young man's name was, uh, Chad O'Melia and he was 26 old. He was an accountant. And um, they had only been going out for a few weeks before this actually happened, which is insane. She uh, was found, the law enforcement found her covered in blood, hysterically crying next to her boyfriend's body, still gripping the knife. And then when they tried to disarm her, she plunged the knife into her own neck uh, and then stabbed her dog. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't...
0: Supposedly you know, it was a struggle with the police as well in trying to just right. remove get the knife out of her hand. She supposedly used three different knives. I mean, this how is that in any way not somehow premeditated? I mean, it, it, you're using a whole bunch of different weaponry. Maybe you're grabbing whatever you can, but in my mind somewhere in her head she was going to kill this guy. And if, if you're going to go back and be able to, to say, well, this is how it happened. Look, we're in January of 2024. This happened in 2018. So yeah. this literally took six years to litigate. It took this long to get to this point. And charges were lowered as they went down. I think finally she ended up on manslaughter where she was already at um, – You know, whatever it was, first degree murder um, that was brought all the way back down to manslaughter. So even having the charges reduced over the time, to me, is just atrocious. What happened in the court system Um, to even allow it to get to that point, to be able for them to be able to push it for that long, and then ultimately to get the charge reduced and then be able to get her off on on. I mean, I can't even call that a technicality. I don't know what the hell to call this uh, because it's just asinine. There's really no other precedent to show something like this. There's there's never been anybody that got off. Because, oh, well, you know, I usually drink beer, but I had scotch that night. And that stuff was really strong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was super wasted when I crashed into that carload of nuns and killed 15 of them. But I shouldn't have to go to jail for that. Yeah. Come on, man. This is what we're starting. I know that sounds a little ridiculous, but so does this case. No, so not, not that at this sentencing.
1: point. We can go ahead and talk about some serious extremes at this point, And they will just be s- just elements away from reality at this point in our life. And yeah, it gets home
0: for us a little bit because, yes, we are proponents of cannabis on the show. And ultimately, folks <laughs> like us that do like to show the benefits, and especially over the past 20 years or so, the way that this country is kind of changing its stance on all of this as well. I feel like it's something that, like uh, Bob mentioned earlier, that we have to be concerned with what the blowback on this is going to be because you still are going to have a lot of people that are anti cannabis that are going to start to point fingers at this and look, look what's happening. Look what this product does. Look what this, look what. What's happening? I mean, we've got more people using cannabis in the United States. I mean, maybe not more, but at least we can actually see what it is. got registered patients. So we know what it is. And it goes across all spectrums, all spectrums of demographics as far as cannabis users go. Age uh nationalities gender it really doesn't matter so to me i think we've proven and pretty much anyone that was skeptical of this before is in a different a different view i think you're gonna take now 20 than you would have 20 years ago so it is still something that's i feel important to discuss when you have this kind of blowback. I don't mind us researching things more and seeing what happens when maybe people that aren't as used to using cannabis, how they react to that. That's important. It is. And um, and the regulations are still fairly loose, so there's still more to do there. But when it comes to something like this and somebody loses their life, this is this is no longer just discussing is cannabis a good product medicinally or not anymore. Now, you're putting it onto those outer edges again to where it's scheduled now where it shouldn't be along with cocaine and heroin so you know ultimately when that happens and 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 the schedule comes down as some freaking president needs to do already um you know i think we'll we'll get a little bit more credence to the product being truly something that we could be using for medicinal and positive purposes
1: the interesting part of this so i believe she goes on to say that she was involuntarily intoxicated saying that uh, omelia had passed uh pressed her to take a second bong hit after her not feeling the effects of the first one and there is uh, apparently there is a law in california that says you will be responsible <clears throat> for whatever crime you commit if you were under the influence of drugs or alcohol unless you were forced to do these drugs or alcohol so <laughs> her defense and i'm sorry that i just giggled right there it's it's just insane for me to think that way um, <clears> that he was th- th- that was exactly what was used uh, that was what the muscle that was flexed here was that she said she was forced to do another bong hit. so therefore she was involuntarily intoxicated. Therefore, she should not be held responsible for the one hundred and eight stab marks that she left in her boyfriend. Um Holy shit. I, I you know, and I, okay, everyone, if, if you know, for all you folks listening right now, get up real quick, just stand up from whatever you're doing. And I want you I to it. make one hundred and eight stabbing motions, all right? as fast as you possibly can, because I, I I just truly don't believe this person did this slowly. Um, you have to be in a psychotic rage to do something like this. And I don't know that cannabis is getting you there. Not to mention the fact that this was a crime that happened in California, <clears throat> a place that is recreationally legal, like Colorado, where and I was live, in 2018 when this happened. and was in 2018 and, and at the very least medically legal, but, uh, but for the judge, not to have, you know, there's there so much cannabis stuff coming across the judges benches during this time because of the legalization that they are, they had to have been, this should not have been as judged the way it did. This judge should have known no matter what in California that cannabis doesn't get you. How many, uh, what's the precedent for this? How many other times have you seen come ac- come across the docket, uh, 17 murdered in marijuana spree, you know, like it just doesn't fucking happen. So for this to sort of happen this way, it's, it's in, it's it's just kind of depressing and I feel so bad yep. for, for this person's family, man.
0: And even just looking at drug treatment centers and I mean, ultimately that's, cannabis is not, it's, I'm not saying it doesn't, there are people that check into to drug treatment centers for cannabis usage, but it is very rare and it's generally, it's certainly not done to the level of alcohol and harder drugs uh, that people are trying to wean themselves off of. And most of the time, it's a physical addiction more so than anything else. So <laughs> I, I find that if you just look at those numbers alone, you can see that that it just doesn't happen very often. People aren't yeah. entering, dr- feeling like, oh man, I got to find a way to get out of this. And certainly people aren't repeating using anything that's going to make them have some side of psychotic episode uh, or psychotic episode unless they th- are fully addicted to that uh, to that drug, which yeah. you know we've already seen with cannabis, um, again, maybe physically addicting, but ultimately is not generally any further addicting than that your body doesn't withdraw or create anything that's going to make you feel like you need marijuana more. It's generally your brain just staying. You want it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My brain's never told me to stab somebody. I don't know. That was just, I don't know. That's crazy that's insane she deserves oh, gotta...
0: to be behind bars that woman is dangerous she's very yeah. possible maybe she'll never do it again because she got off killing for somebody so i guess she figures let me be a good person now and talk about the terrible effects of marijuana here on out we should go visit some of those uh
1: lectures she does yeah that'd be great we got something mm-hmm. mixed media wise to jump with what do you think about that
0: I keep playing that truck. I like that truck.
1: I like it. It's it's funky, funky. funky. and I'm and and we got it. And I don't know that we're gonna get hit, but maybe we get hit. I don't know, but but uh hey, eh, there's eh. my guy. Twenty (laughs) five. Wow, that's insane. Twenty fifth anniversary of Family Guy, and let me tell you, man. I I from day one, I was a I was a massive fan of Family Guy. It is it is definitely part of uh, woven into the into the American fabric, just like the Simpsons. The fact that they constantly make fun of each other in their episodes in very funny and sort of handshaky ways, never really malicious, is amazing. Uh, South Park and Family Guy do. I think South Park rips them pretty hard too, but um, I don't know, man. Family Guy has its just always been something um, near to my heart. I just loved Brian. Brian was the first character that kind of got to me, uh, and then it was Stewie. And then everything else is sort of like equal, but I don't know. I I, I don't, I've just got, to, I've got all the DVDs. I I will cherish them forever. And I'm just so happy that, uh, uh, that they're, that they're kind of, that they've lasted this long. And the funny thing is I, and I, I don't know if I read this correctly, but Seth MacFarlane hasn't been part of the creation of any of these episodes since 2005. Wow. All he does is come in and do his voice and leave. He created this fucking machine that just makes itself, and he just goes in and does. And because he's had the Orville, he's an Orville is one of the most amazing shows I've ever seen, too. One of the best sci fi shows ever. Whatever he seems to get his hands in, he's doing, he does he's well. But it all, yeah, he's a genius. He's our age, so he speaks to all of our comedy. But I don't know, Family Guy, Family Guy's different. And, and the fact that it was canceled in, uh, I think it was 2002 after season three, replaced with Futurama. Uh, which made me hate Futurama, by the way. Um, I was one of one of so. the first hundred people to go online and sign the protest to try and get them back on the air, which eventually they did. But uh, it, that's near and dear to my heart, man. What do you what do you, what do you love about Family Guy, man?
0: I mean, I've been a huge Simpsons fan for a long time, and I, I feel like when um, when Family Guy came out. I actually remember their first episode was that aired after Super Bowl in 1999. That was their very first episode. There's the Homer Bond. <laughs> I know who that was. Anyway. Um, I think I hit that wrong. Anyway, um, so that episode I thought was hilarious, but it, uh, I think it was Death Has a Shadow. It was actually the name of their very first <laughs> yes, yes Yes, yes. 1999, and it was after the Super Bowl. That's where they first showed the very first, uh, the first time I ever even got to get introduced to anything through a family guy. At that time, I was a huge Simpsons fan, and I looked at it, and I thought it was a great show. It was really funny. But I like that. They just stole all of that from The Simpsons. I mean, you've got Peter Griffin as Homer Simpson, you know, and Stewie as Maggie, you know, you got Homer and Brian. I mean, everything matched up in that show. And I just, as I started to watch it a little bit more, uh, I I felt a little bit, I was like, eh, I I mean, I like it. It's funny, but man, did you just, you just stole what The Simpsons did and you just kind of just worked off of that. Um, And maybe they did, but at the end of the day, that show kind of took on a whole life of its own, and, yeah. and just in just the character creation and what that became, it became more of, and I don't, I'm showing in my age here a little bit, but it became more. Of, of an Archie Bunker type of situation. I mean, you sure. really felt like Peter Griffin was the modern day Archie Bunker uh, from all the film. And that, that to me, I thought was hilarious because as a kid, I loved that show. And I didn't know what the hell it was. It was probably most going over my head. But I love the fact that this old man caught his, you know, his, his, his stepson Meathead. And there was just a lot of, it was just a lot of things that from back then and the way that things were looked at and treated and the whole uh, male chauvinistic thing and the women women doing the domestic stuff, but still uh, that, that just, dynamic to where the woman would still get the upper hand and show that the man's just lowbrow type of jackass uh that that's funny and they really did kind of recreate that in a more modern way and by doing it obviously with animation uh it it can live forever and and 25 years later nobody has to age and they absolutely have gotten this uh, something I, i don't watch every episode anymore like i used to but when i do tune in i still laugh it's still a great show and futurama is funny
1: my wife doesn't allow white literature. You know the funny the the early Cleveland was very pro black, so uh, yes. and, and it's 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 crazy how they sort of like there's suit there's evolutions and there's you know there's also characters that have devolved too. Uh, it's it always just seemed like I don't know. Uh, I, I just I don't know. I I just think the Jim like Jim Swanson like all the characters that they had in there. There's there's something fucking super offensive about all of them especially yes. oh giggity giggity like quagmire is basically like a sexual assaulter it's a predator uh, and then, man and then but then you take it and you, you take it take it further and then you got herbert the pervert who is 100 <laughs> <100%, laughs> uh, hey, percent mm, come here come here boy yeah like it's 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 horrible but you can laugh at it because they're cartoons right it's, there was something about the way the way that he did things so intelligently that, uh, that y- if you had to be smart to get it, like there right. was one episode where, uh, where Peter was like, All right, Lois, next, uh, uh, tonight, uh, if you don't do something, I get, a- I'm getting anal. And then he was like, That means you have to clean everything. And so, like, <laughs> there's just little, little things in there that you're like, Oh, dude, they just snuck that right past you. And, yep, that's really what latched me on because the, the, the pop culture references attached with like you having to put the pieces together yourself as an audience member is 100% what what won me over and it was just like quick fire quick fire quick fire then they start making fun of the fact that they have all these flashbacks. So mm-hmm. they do like triple flashbacks. I, I don't know, man. There's really nothing I think that McFarlane could do wrong in my life. Right.
0: <laughs> I agree. It's a, it's a well-put-together show. It's a funny show. Every show, you're going to laugh. I mean, one way or another, you're going to find some humor in it. The Joe Swanson thing you just mentioned, my father was paraplegic. So for me, like, there wasn't a lot of jokes going there. That flew very well for me when it comes to making some fun of somebody in a wheelchair because it was very sure. really personal to me. Um, sure. But And, and I got to admit, there were a couple of episodes where I was like, Kind of looked on like really, we're gonna go there with that. I mean, yeah. But even that, you know, you start to think about what they did do, and that was they just made fun of everybody. Yeah. So it it didn't matter. There, there was no bias there. (laughs) They're gonna hit you no matter what. And hey, I feel like that's consistency right there. You're getting everybody. So. I know I eventually gave up on being all upset with them about that, but yeah, sometimes it messes with you a little bit.
1: That was the South Park formula. They still do it that way. They still, it does not matter who you are, dude. You are going to get it.
0: You might get offended, but hey, you know what? At least you know everybody's getting offended. So don't worry about it.
1: Speaking of South Park, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we got our invite to Casa Bonita. Ooh, yes, you, ha- you, you have to go on the you have to go on the waiting list and casa I don't know if anybody knows anything about Casa Bonita but South Park has been making fun of them for decades mm-hmm. and and before Trey Parker and Matt Stone bought Casa Bonita um, it used to just be this sticky uh, horrible Mexican food place where it was the worst Me- not really the worst but bad Mexican food but there would be these giant cliff divers and there's like all this crazy stuff going on so you're going there for the experience much more than the food Uh, but it was such a big deal that Trey and Matt bought it. They redid, they, they bought, they got professional chefs there. Uh, and you had to get on a waiting list. They're not, it's not like open, open. You're going to get invited. They're doing like this slow open and we finally got our invite. Nice. So that's going to be pretty rad. I know that there's like hidden South park characters you can walk around and find. Um, and, uh, just like all kinds of crazy shit that's going to be going on. I I don't know. I'm just excited, uh, to be, you know, to be able to go over there. Although it's, I I can't tell
0: you how excited I am for you.
1: <laughs> we can. There is a. I think that we can bring like up to eight people with us, which is pretty cool. But can you bring me back a taco? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't know if you're going to want. You know. Hopefully, by the time next time you get out here, they'll be open. Um, it's much Just better it, than trying ship it to,
0: to Miami. Just try to for you.
1: ship you. <laughs> Let's see how good they are. I'm not keep really that shell
0: stuff. crunchy. I want a crunchy shell when it gets here <laughs>
1: Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. I I, I still don't understand what's going on with the 108 stabs, uh, but I'm so happy that family guy is still around. So if we have to put that in a nutshell, I'm glad that we were able to end on a higher note uh, and say congratulations to McFarlane and company and all that good stuff. But Ken, man, anything you want to say before we get the F out of here, man?
0: Just I'd love to see everybody back next week. Let's do it again.
1: All right. Dr. Brian's going to bring us out. Y'all have a good one. Love you.